Hey y'all, this is Chris Lennon, and you're listening to the Sparkle in the Mess podcast. I come to you as a recently divorced single mom, and I come to you with honesty and vulnerability. I invite you to join me in my struggles and on my journey towards self-improvement. If you're currently going through a messy life situation and you're looking for some encouragement, you've come to the right place. Welcome to this week's episode of Sparkle in the Mess podcast. I am Chris Lennon and I am your host. Um, If you don't follow me on social media, you can find me at Sparkle in the Mess on Instagram and my blog is www.sparkleinthemess.com and I don't know if my profile is active on Facebook. I deleted my personal profile like a long time ago, but I think I created a page with sparkleness. Anyway, you can maybe find me there too. So um, I'm so glad to have you join me and we are kind of in the middle or in the beginning of this sort of dating series thing that I've come up with. <laughs> Uh, for your entertainment solely. Um, So yeah, last week I introduced a little bit of the topic and kind of gave an overview of my experience as of late in the dating scene. And I will say that the dating scene obviously has definitely changed. Uh, with social media and all all these apps and dating as an adult is definitely different than dating when you're in your 20s. Um, Dating as a divorced adult is even a little bit more different and dating as a divorced single mom is yeah pretty pretty crazy, pretty different. I never really thought that I would be, I I never thought that I would experience that. So anyway, um, it's not good or bad. It's just, you know, it's just different. So today, in today's episode, I wanted to talk about probably like the most common question that arises when you are dating as a single parent, um, and nothing I say in today's podcast, or really in any of my episodes, um, are like the absolute must for anybody. This podcast and my social media, my blog, everything is very much just my experience and my thoughts and my feelings. And I am not trying to project any, um, any, you know, rules upon anybody else. It's just very solely my opinion about my story. So 
I will say though that one of the most common topics of, when it comes to dating as a single parent is when to introduce your dating partner to your child. And I will say that there are, I don't believe that there is a wrong or right answer. I think from everything I've read, because believe it or not, I do really try to um, educate myself and seek advice about parenting in many, many areas and topics, not just dating. Um, you know, I've never done this before and I want as much information as I can get to help me navigate the parenting waters, right? So I will say that from everything that I've read and listened to and talked about with other people in my situation, there are so many different answers and so many different opinions and a lot of advice out there. And I think my conclusion to everything is that there is really not a, a right answer or a wrong answer. And there's not a one size fits all um, response to this question. It, I think it's very much case by case. And I think it's very much about where your child is you know, development-wise, age-wise, how they're feeling, what their thoughts are about the divorce or the fact that, um, you know, mom and dad don't live together. So I think the most important thing is to really be in a position where you are very in touch with your child or children and you are very aware to their sensitivities and um, just their general acceptance of, you know, the situation. So, um, let's just talk about a little bit about some of the advice that's out there. So I guess kind of the more standard, um, the more standard answer to this question is you should wait at least six months. It seems to be like six months is the marker for when it's okay to introduce a significant other to your children. And that, I don't know where that comes from. I really didn't find a source. Um, you know, there are psychologists or child psychologists are really also all over the map. Um, so I don't know where the six months came from, but it is seem, it seems to be a very standard um, guideline when it comes to a divorce agreement, like the six months thing seemed to be very much a um, 
widespread on paper divorce agreement thing that lawyers put out there, I guess. Now, with Kingsley's father and I, we do have a divorce agreement, but we did not put that in our divorce agreement. We actually didn't specify any kind of time restriction in our divorce agreement. Um, one, there's a couple reasons to that. Like one, we didn't really think about it, honestly. Like it wasn't something that was on either of our minds and our lawyers never really brought it up. So, you know, neither of us had been divorced before. We were, um, I think, both really struggling through the process and just wanting to get the basics. And Kingsley was also very young. Um, I mean, she's only three right now. So we separated when she was a little under a year. And here in South Carolina, you have to remain separated for a full year before you can file. In most cases, there's extremes, but generally you wait for an entire year after you've been separated to then be able to file for a divorce. So, um, I don't know. Kingsley was, I mean, it was, she was just young. We didn't, we didn't really, I didn't think about having I, I, did, I just didn't think about the dating situation or, you know, what what that looked like or, you know, if there was needed to be some kind of legal on-paper agreement thing, you know. I just, I don't know. So um, that's kind of my situation and where, where I um, am coming from. And I, but I, so I will say that there is this like six month thing, and that seems to be a very common um, on paper legal divorce agreement separation thing across the board. Um, there's also this, there's also thoughts out there and opinions that you really should wait until you're so serious with the in, this individual that you actually are engaged and only. Want only at the time of engagement or once you're engaged to this other person should you introduce them to your child and vice versa. And then there's other idea, you know, you, anytime. You, there shouldn't be a restriction. And so really all over the board. And like I said, I think that what my conclusion is, is there's, there's just no... I don't know. I don't. I don't believe that there's a perfect time frame, timing situation that is going to fit and apply and be best for um, everyone out there. And even with Kingsley and the and the individual, I think that you know, if I just if I just say, okay, I'm going to wait two months. And then I'll introduce Kingsley. I don't think that that is fair either. I, I don't think it's a good idea to have any kind of like hardcore black and white statement like that because I think things change all the time. And 
Kingsley's growing and she's going to be different now than she will be in two years. You know, she's going to comprehend things differently and see things differently. And I don't know. I just, I personally am not going to make a statement like that at the moment. I just don't feel like it's really the best for anybody involved. And I will continue to take it in case by case situation. Now, I will say that when I first started thinking about dating, I, okay, so one of the things that I definitely am very upfront with, and if you listen to last week's episode, you know that I just used one app to try this like dating thing, this online thing. But on my profile, I think with this app, you could upload maybe four or five different pictures and three out of the five had my daughter and I and the main one that you see at the beginning was my daughter and I because I wanted to be very upfront with the fact that I do have a young child and you know I I love her and I'm you know primary um because I have primary custody or whatever of her. So she's a very big part of my life. And I don't, for me, this is again for me, I did not want to, um, I don't know, hide that and bring it up after date number three or four that, hey, oh, by the way, I'm a parent. Um, I just wanted to be like one of the very first things that another person would see about me and know about me. Um, and I, and also when, you know, Kingsley's three, so there's a little bit of the thought, she's not going to remember. She's not going to remember this, you know, if not so much, like now I think she's, she is starting to have memories and I don't know what, the first documented memory is from my childhood, but I think I was, you know, maybe four, five. It was still kind of fuzzy, like not a whole lot of details, but she is starting to get to the point where she is going to remember some things, and I am aware of that. And so, like I said, I'm adapting and changing as time goes on. And a year ago, uh, you know, I wasn't too concerned about whether or not she met somebody or got to know somebody that perhaps I had gone on a couple dates with because I knew that honestly she wouldn't ever remember them, you know? So that's one thing. And I mean, it's not like you want to bring a baby to every first date, but you know, if it's like, oh, let's go meet at the park or something, I don't know. Again, it just every case is a little bit different. But I will say that in within the last year, I have gone from, oh, it really doesn't matter because she's definitely not going to remember too. I'm a little bit now more sensitive to the fact that she may start 
picking up some things and remembering some things. And, you know, a year from now, she probably definitely will. So I am going to be aware of that and be more sensitive to that. Um, but at the same time, I still don't feel like I need to make this hardcore decision of I'm only going to introduce her to someone when, you know, at the six-month point. I think that, well, one, when I do um, think about dating, you know, like I said, I absolutely want to make it very clear at the very beginning that I am a mom and I, yes, I have primary custody and there, you know, I, yes, I, so basically like one night a week, I have, I have basically one night a week to go and go on a date or go, you know, hang out with girlfriends without, without Kingsley. And well, nine times out of 10, I'm so exhausted that I take that one night a week to just enjoy the quiet. I don't even like turn on the TV and put and I clean because it's kind of impossible to clean when you have a three-year-old running around. So I clean and I do laundry and I take care of, you know, bills and stuff like that. So, um, it's not like I'm going out on dates every week, but it is a, a night where I can go on a first date and, or I can go out with friends, but I wouldn't always, I'm not going to only and always just go out on that one night if I meet someone like when I was doing Bumble I had a couple couple guys that I went on you know multiple dates with and by depending on the situation and the guy and what we decided to do you know first date second date whatever by the third or fourth date they they did meet Kingsley and but it wasn't like a thing. It wasn't like, oh, come over and I want to introduce you to Kingsley. It was more like, hey, why don't we go to this, you know, this game or, hey, um, we're going to take relish to the dog park. Do you want me to stay there for a picnic or, you know, something like that. So, um. I, because if I only date when I have that one night a week, like that limits a lot. You know, I can only see this person every, you know, let's Wednesday like that. That just limits and it puts a lot of pressure too. And it makes it like, okay, well, if I don't, you know, maybe they have something going on on Wednesdays and, or they, um, can't make it one week, so then a week go two weeks without seeing each other, and I don't know, that just doesn't, it's just not realistic. If I think about developing, like, a good relationship with somebody, because I'm not out there for one-night stands, and I'm not trying to just sleep around and get taken out and go to bed with someone and then, you know, continue my life their sleep. That's not what I'm in, into at all. So it's just really unrealistic to separate this like dating life from my mom life I mean it's it's one in the same and I think you know whoever I'm dating or thinking about going on a second date with 
they have to understand that. Like, I'm not, I, I literally cannot just separate the two and have these two separate lives because it, that's just not how it is. I mean, I have Kingsley, you know, 70% of the week and I'm not going to go and get a babysitter every single time that I want to go see this other person simply because it hasn't been six months yet. Or, you know, I just, it doesn't work for my life and it, I don't think it's really healthy for Kingsley either at this point. I can't imagine like keeping something from her if I do start falling for someone and I do have real feelings for someone. I can't imagine hiding that from her and then all of a sudden being like, oh, today you're going to meet someone that, you know, mommy really thinks is special. And then there's all this pressure on both of their parts, on the guy I'm dating and on Kingsley. Like, what if they meet each other at quote unquote the six month mark or the seven month mark or the year and a half mark or whatever. And then, and I'm like into it. And so is this, and so is the guy because it's been long enough. And then it's a disaster when they meet. I mean, I don't want to say like I'm dating for Kingsley too, but I mean, I can't just hide this from her and expect her to be on board at whatever time I decide or we decide that we're serious enough to introduce Kingsley into the picture. I mean, I need to know that they're going to mesh before. I mean, that's almost more important to me that they like and accept Kingsley just as much, if not more than they like and accept me because she's, the biggest part of my life. And I don't know. I just, I, I'm not going to restrict that or like wait and for a certain point in time until I feel really serious about someone. I just, that's just not, that's not how I want to develop a relationship. And at the same time, I am not sitting here going on 15 dates with 15 different people all the time. It's not like I am not that person. I'm not that person. I'm not that type of person. So it's not like I'm parading all these different men in front of Kingsley all the time. And every other day she's meeting somebody different. And I mean, I just, that's not, I don't believe in that either. So that's not, that's not what's happening. And that's not what I'm, I'm not trying to justify, um, I, I don't know. I'm just, it's a very tricky situation and it's a very tricky topic because some people feel really, really strongly about it. And some people, you know, just like everything out there in life, people will just think the worst of you if you are too, if you lean one way or the other too much or, you know, whatever. So I mean, I, I have made the decision to take it case by case and to um, not go by a specific time frame. And I, but I will say that I lean more towards 
introducing Kingsley sooner rather than later. I am not opposed to, I mean, I, I have gone on first dates where Kingsley was there and I did not think that was inappropriate. Um, and you know, it's funny cause I, some guys were definitely okay with it and some guys were not. And I kind of, I mean, that says a lot to me very upfront. And it, there was this one guy and he was a little bit offended that I would have suggested he was a single, he is a single dad and he kind of got offended that I suggested that the first time, like our first date would be sort of this like mutual, let's hang out at the park and both our kids would be there. He was like, well, I'm not going to introduce anyone to my child until he was more on the boat of I'm not going to introduce my child until I'm really serious about someone. And his child was older and, you know, just different. Every Everyone's different. It's not going to be the same answer for every person out there. Um, but it is something that's tricky. And I think bottom line, you really have to be present with your child on a daily basis so that you know what's best for your child. I mean, I know, you know, Kingsley and I's situation is a little bit different than someone who um, have, you know, teenagers or seven or eight year olds or, you know, older kids like Kingsley. One, she doesn't know any different than mom and dad live in separate homes. That's all she's grown up with, basically. That's all she's ever going to remember that there was never a time that she'll re ever remember where we were living in the same house. And it's funny because sometimes she will bring up something like, or some, it's funny, there's um, times where she, she loves to be like, mommy, we talk, let's talk all about daddy. And so I say, yeah, let's talk all about daddy. And so you know, I tell her, say things about daddy. And then sometimes I'll tell her a funny story. Like I remember one time when your daddy did, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it happened to be when I, like a lot of it is our story is of when we were married, when we were together. Um, I mean, we were married for what, 11 years, 12 years and together before that for the four or five. So, I mean, he's a huge chunk of my past and I have lots of memories and fun stories that I tell Kingsley. And a lot of it is, you know, he would come home from work and that, and it, it, um, paints a picture for her that we did live together and we were married and I never want to hide that from her. And as she grows older, she's, she's definitely probably going to start asking the questions of, Oh, so you guys were married. Oh, what happened? But right now she doesn't, she doesn't really understand that concept, but I don't hide anything and I'm not, um, against keeping that part of my life from her. And, um, I don't know what got me off on the tangent or where I was going with this, but, um, uh, oh, well, she doesn't, she doesn't know any different, right? So, 
mom and dad to her have always lived in separate homes. And I think it maybe if that, if she was older or if she had a memory of us being together that, and then we were all of a sudden, you know, in separate homes. And then there was another individual that came along the way and, um, started being a part of my, of our lives, then yeah, that, that would be a little bit more to process and might need to think more about how to introduce or when to introduce the two. But at, because of the situation, because of, of how things happened and how young she was, we don't have, I don't feel like I have that, um, obstacle to get through with her. So every, everyone's different. And, um, I just am doing everything, everything I can to do it in a way that is going to be in the best interest of definitely Kingsley, but also myself and the guy that, you know, I'm dating. So, um, I don't really know if that helped anyone out there or gave anybody any answers or guidance, if that's what you're looking for. But I did want to address that because that is a big question and a big topic for discussion. And you know, I'd love to hear your situation and what you've decided and kind of why. And um, if you want to share that with me, that that's great. You can, you know, email me, get, um, touch base with me on social media, you know, whatever. So anyway, that's just my story, my experience, and that's where I'm at. And that's kind of the... Um, mindset or whatever the, that I had when I, I did go online and start, you know, trying to date. Um, so yeah, so some of the guys met Kingsley, some didn't. I mean, again, it wasn't like this crazy amount of people that I went on dates on and honestly, none of them were, none of them are still here. So <laughs> nothing stuck. <laughs> so, but moving forward, I'm, I'm still going to kind of take it case by case and, you know, go from there. So anyway, thanks for listening. Um, and next week I'll get into a little bit more juicy details about certain dates and my experience with that. So, have a great week and thanks for tuning in. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it was somewhat helpful and I hope to have you join me on the next episode. This is Chris Lennon with the Sparkle in the Mess podcast.